0: Good morning Nachum, Good Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Pashas Re'eh. Pashas Re'eh has many mitzvos, according to the Chinuch 65, 27 positive and 38 restrictions. Within Pashas Re'eh, you have the mitzvah of tzedakah. You have one of my favorite mitzvahs that of Maser Sheni. What is that? That's the imposed vacation that the Torah places on the Jewish farmer, that in addition to the truma that he gives to the Kohen and the Maaser that he gives to the Levi, but in the first and second, fourth and fifth year of the Shemitah cycle, he is to go to Yerushalayim with an additional 10% of his produce, either take it there and eat it there, or exchange the money of that 10% and use that money in Yerushalayim, not to buy furniture and to leave, but to be spent on food that you will spend time in Yerushalayim, because the Torah wants you to imbibe Literally, Yerushalayim. You'll get the spirit. Lamad madli You'll come to, literally, fear God. An imposed vacation. I don't believe any other culture has this fantastic idea that we could and should be so proud of. I'd like to focus this morning not on specifically any mitzvah but rather that which is part of a mitzvah. The Torah teaches us that you are to bring your korbanos to the place that Hashem will choose to rest His Shechina, His Divine Presence there. Interestingly, in the Torah, Yerushalayim is not mentioned by name, and you'll look in the Mora who gives several reasons why not. It is interesting to note in Tanakh, Yerushalayim is mentioned more than 500 times. Uh, go check how many times it's mentioned in the Quran, just to bring you up to date a little bit as to, you know, who this belongs to. But let's get focused. The Torah says that you are to come to the place that Hashem will choose. This is chapter 12, Pasuk 5. And the Shikhno Sidrashu You shall literally seek out his presence and come there. What does that mean? You are to seek out his presence. So this is understood on many different levels, but I find this to be an exceedingly uh, powerful and rich expression. So to begin with, the rabbis tell us, in the Sifrei that l'shich no sidrashu means drosh alpin navi that you are to check where should you build the house of God you're to check with a prophet okay ask the prophet oh no continues the Sifrei Yochol I might think tamtin wait atshiyomachon navi wait until the navi tells you no Talmud lo umar l'shich no sidrashu uvas you are to do the investigation, you're to figure it out, and then afterwards you go to the Navi who'll say right or wrong. Now, interestingly, I have to tell you, couldn't make this up. Look in the Gemara Zvachim 54B. And there you find that David Amelech and Shmuel HaNavi were uh, exploring where should the base of be, and David's first choice was Ein Atam. Now most of us have not visited Ein Eitam. It's close to Yerushalayim, but it's above it in terms of sea level because he thought it would be literally either the highest place. The bottom line is he goes to God Hanavi and no, try again, and sure enough, the try again is Yerushalayim. So if we're going to go with the word of the Navi anyway, why does David have to go through the process. And the answer is that the process itself is helping to create the relationship between God and the Jewish people. If he's going to reside in our midst, then we by readying his house, by we by focusing and putting our time and effort into determining where it's going to be, that effort in of itself is part and parcel of the process of the mitzvah of having a base hamigdash, and interestingly, the Nitziv in his commentary on this pasuk, again, chapter twelve, pasuk five, this week's parsha. Next time you're at a wedding, mincha or ma'ariv, and okay, where's Mizraḥ? Which way is east? which is the way we face here, in this hemisphere, facing Yerushalayim. Now, where do we know that you're supposed to face Yerushalayim when you David? And the Netzev says it's based on the Pasuk in this week's parsha of L'shichno Sidrashu that you are to investigate, and therefore taking out that compass on your phone. Why is it there? So that you can see which way is east, so you can fulfill that biblical mitzvah, the idea of connecting with Yerushalayim when you pray, recognizing that tefillah goes through Yerushalayim upstairs. Next, the idea of this no Sidrashu, the Ramban says something very powerful. He says, first of all, it awakens within him the messianic prophecy as found in chapter 2 of Yeshaya whereby in chapter 2, Pasuk 3, delicious Pasuk, what's going to happen? For Hochu amim rabim Many peoples, nations will go Amru, and they're going to say L'chu Vanale al Let us ascend to the mountain of Hashem. And the next Pusuk is, and forgive me, the same Pusuk continues, Kimitzion Teitze Torah. Why are we going there? Because from Tzion, Torah will emerge. Now, what does this mean? All the nations are going to say, let's go up. And basically, they're going to ask, hey, how do you get there? Which way to Yerushalayim? And that reminds me of a delicious Gemara in Makos 10b. Our next week's Parsha of Shovtim, the Torah says regarding the Ir Miklot, regarding the cities of refuge, tochin L'Chohaderech, mark the ways. What does that mean? That when you have a crossroad, so you put an arrow which way to the Ir Miklot. So the Gemara teaches us that there's signs so that a person who is a accidental uh, homicide, such a person, he would have not to knock on doors, which way to the miklat? which way to the miklat? which is somewhat embarrassing, that unfortunately he is an accidental murderer, But the idea is we avoid that embarrassment. But the rabbis go on to teach us that there were no signs pointing to Yerushalayim. You want to know why? Because they wanted people to knock on doors and say, which way to Yerushalayim? Oh, funny you should ask. It's this way, it's to the right, it's to the left, it's north. And what's the reason for this? Because, hey, why are you going to Yerushalayim? Oh, I'm going to Yerushalayim because Pesach, Shavuot, Sukkot, there's a mitzvah to go to Yerushalayim. And the... (coughs) to Debei Eliyahu teaches that why was Elkanah privileged to have a son, Shmuel, because this was quote-unquote his mitzvah. Doesn't mean he didn't do others, but this is the one that he excelled in. And as we're told in the beginning of the Book of Shmuel, chapter one, Pasuk three, that he would go and ish he would go on a regular basis year to year he went to shiloh and the rabbis teach us that each time he went he went a different way meaning that he used one road this way one highway this way one highway the next time so that each time he passed different communities, and each time he aroused people to go to the Beis HaKnesses. In this case here, it was the uh, Beis HaMikdash, the precursor of the Beis HaMikdash, the Mishkan that was in Shiloh. But this very powerful idea, I believe, is teaching us as well, that we too are to be excited about the process of going to Shul, I'm going to share with you a very interesting Gemara. The Gemara is found in Sota, Sota 22a. And there, interestingly, the Gemara speaks about, and again more interestingly, about even a woman. A woman who would go to a certain Beis HaKnesses and she was asked by Rabbi Yochanan, why are you coming to this one when, after all, there are other Batekane Sios closer to your home? And you know what she answered him? And this is recorded in the Shulchan Arach, in Simon Tzadi. The Mishnah Brewer records this in Lamin Zion. Sharp Sios, that I have the reward, Yeshli. I have the reward of literally. Additional steps when you go and you walk. Now listen carefully. What does that mean? Everything being equal, if I have two synagogues in my town and it's not raining and I can go to the closer one or farther one, everything being equal, same kavana. all right? Same number of people. But if there are more people in the first one, more kavana in the first one, nothing to talk about. Or the second one is the one that I have the most kavana. But everything being equal, there is this concept of schar. Pseos, which means literally just you're going there. Why? Because not just davening creates the relationship, but let's understand something. We have, they're about to get engaged, they are engaged. His meeting with her is not simply when they meet, but is going there. His mind is very much clearly focused on, where am I going? I'm going to my beloved. And similarly, when we go to the base Hashem, the relationship, which is what tefillah is all about. And I have to tell you that Rav Hutna, in his Pachad Yitzchok, in Rosh Hashanah, Maymar Hei, you'll take a look at paragraphs Gimel and Dalid, And he presents this Gemara from Sotah of Sekhar And he quotes Amaral that the makes a very fascinating distinction. What if I'm, I have in my town, I don't have a sukkah, Whatever the reason, I live in an apartment house. They wouldn't let me put one up. I don't have a sukkah, and there are two sukkahs in town that I can go to—one closer and one further. Do we say that just like when it comes to the base haknesses, everything being equal, if you can go to the further one, it's more schar psios? Would we say the same regarding the sukkah and? The maral says no. And I want you to hear why. Because the mitzvah of sukkah is simply an action. It's an important action. It's like taking a lulav. It's an important action. But once you have shaken the lulav, you are finished (coughs) with your mitzvah. You sat in the sukkah, you are finished. You heard the shofar, you are finished. That's so with tefillah. Tefillah is creating, establishing a relationship with Hashem. And the proof, says Rav Hutna, is as follows. Interestingly, you have, listen carefully now, finished the last bracha of Shemona Esrei, but you have not yet taken your three steps back. So you are still Odenu Omeid Lepnei Hashem. You're still standing before God. it has practical implications. It's Rosh Chodesh, oi oi I forgot. If I took my three steps back, I've got to repeat the entire Shmon Esrei. If I have not yet taken my three steps back, I'm still in the capital P, presence of Hashem, then <coughs> the halacha says you can go back to Yala and Eretzei. Very, very interesting. The idea is that we have to take away from this week's parasha the concept of each and every one of us be an Elkanah. Get others to come to the Besach Knesset and make your Besach Knesses inviting. What does that mean? Make sure that when someone new is in the Besach Knesses, go greet that person. Maybe they're coming during the week to say a Kaddish and greet them and make them feel at home and guess what? they might very well come back again. But if they're going to be ignored, ouch, all too often, that will not happen. And they're not coming back so soon. Sheikh no sidrishu uvas is really making each and every one of us an ambassador for Hashem. What a privilege that is. If only we can live up to that privilege responsibility. Shabbat Shalom to all.